Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Weekends were made for sports. Now do the robot voice. I want to hear it again. Meet more sharp robot. That's a terrible robot voice. A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. Everyone, meet freelance alien bounty hunter Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp? The football guy? Yeah, I hunt aliens now. Used to catch TDs, now I catch ETs. You ever caught an alien, Shannon? Not yet, Mr. Question, but I'll let you know when I do. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. Where are the turtles? Where are the turtles? Come on, guys, get out of here. Where are the turtles? And Rashad Taylor. Nobody calls me Lebowski. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. On 1080 The Fan. 10.03, man, we're just breezing through this show, right? It always happens, man. Time flies when you're having fun. I guess it does, man. We've been having some fun, man. It's fun just, you know. You and I, a little Joe back here, just hanging out, brown bagging it, man. You know, it's I, awesome. I'm not gonna lie, it, it, it's easy now because obviously we got Blazers and NBA playoffs. Yes, it was. A, you do remember how much we were struggling just four weeks ago, bro? I, I was saying to uh, someone the other day, like, uh, you think it's fun now? Wait until it's like October, and NBA season is delayed because obviously they got to figure out what to do for. Yeah, what do you mean? I don't N- know do you an mean? entire N- regular season. N- NFL is gonna start. What do you mean? Yeah, it will start. <laughs> yeah, it, it will start. We'll see about it actually finishing, though. Speaking, speaking of starting and finishing, well, I want to talk about this just really, really fast. I know we still got to get to Blazers, Lakers, but we got some time. Uh, the MLB season has been an interesting one nonetheless so far. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here we are. There are a little over 20 games played, so 22-ish, 23 games played for most teams. So far, there have been 29 games that have been canceled in Major League Baseball. That affects 11 different teams. I can't remember all the teams, but, you know, obviously the Marlins because they're Florida. (laughs) The Marlins, the Nationals, the Cubs. The Tampa Bay Rays are standing there like, what the hell, man? Or no, not the Rays, but the Blue Jays. (laughs) You know, there's some other teams that have been the Yankees. Some teams that have been affected by this. Phillies, Cardinals. Phillies, Cardinals, yeah. There's there's a bunch of teams that, unfortunately, have had to cancel games, which is never a good thing. My question is, how much longer do you think baseball is going to continue to go, especially if things keep getting postponed? Here's why I say this. It's almost, it's almost guaranteed that someone else playing baseball uh, contracts COVID just because the simple fact that they don't have a bubble. The NBA, if you're looking for a way 
to really, really, man, hold your your league and everything. Look no further than what the NBA did. Man, it was brilliant. They made sure they kept everybody in. Nobody could get out like that. And if you did get out, then you had to quarantine yourself for 10 days. There was a lot of things that they did to make sure that they can keep the players, the staff, everybody there safe. Baseball took the opposite route and said, well, we're going we're gonna to travel still. But we're just going to travel with teams that are in our division. It's like, yeah, that's cool, but you still got to travel. You still got to go across state lines. You still have to have all those people in close quarters to each other to where they're right next to each other on buses or All those or players. Whatever and the case is. Everybody can still do their own thing when yeah. they're not. When you're not there, you're going there, home. Yeah. You're not going to a hotel. So there's a, there's a lot of things to kind of take in for baseball. How much longer do you think they have? I'm, I'm saying they play another maybe 15, 20 games where they say, okay, this isn't isn't working. We're going to start playoffs early or we're going to do something because this this doesn't work the way we want it to. 29 games is a lot of games to miss. I, considering that season is, th- is a third of the way over. Yeah, I, I, I think they're just going to power through it. I mean, at this point, it's like unless things just get out of control and you've got like five, six teams all at once going with going through outbreaks – then it's like, dude, I mean, we're, we're canceling and postponing like half of our games every day now. Um, and thankfully, that's not the case. They've been able to keep it limited to only a certain amount of teams at a time. But again, it's like if, you know, right now, Reds Pirates uh, game on Saturday and Sunday were postponed because of a positive coronavirus test within the Reds organization. So, I mean, fortunately... It seems to be in very small amount of cases. One team at a time has but, been going through it. Yeah. Um, but as we saw at the beginning of the season, it was like, all right, well, the Marlins are going through it, and the Phillies just played there. So the Phillies, they have to postpone their game, and the Phillies are playing the Yankees, so that series is postponed. And then, So that was as big as it seemed to have gotten at that point. But, again, it's like if this is one team and then one team becomes two and two becomes three and you you're – postponing multiple games added on a day and then you start getting closer to the playoffs and you haven't made those games up and that's what the i know the orioles and marlins did they played like double headers seven inning double headers to catch up on those games and get those games in the win loss column and try to catch up but if it just gets overwhelming then it's like what are we doing here and the thing about it is it's it's not taking two and three players or two and three staff members to you know, to get infected, and then they shut things down. It's taken one person because you really don't know what level of contact that one person had with the team manager, with the other players. The with, previous team that they exactly. played. Exactly, so you you have no idea. You know, you don't know if they've been home, if they've kissed their, their wife or girlfriend, if they've been at a bar. Like, there's so many things that you just don't know, and I just think it's such an – it's not contained. The NBA did a great job of containing everything. Somebody has COVID, man, they're going to be quarantined for 10 days – figured out to go this long and not have a positive test. That's a that's a good sign for what you, what you want. And I honestly think baseball could have done a few different bubbles. I, I think that could have worked. You could have went in your four corners of the of the of the country and did baseball like that. You know, you have everybody go to man somewhere in LA, somewhere in in California, not necessarily LA, somewhere in LA. Usually a college would work. There is a Disneyland in LA. You know, so if the, you can you could have found out ways to kind of keep your team in in, in a certain space to where everyone's confined. Like they could have done something. Well, and they thought of it with Arizona and Florida because they they do have the facilities down there for their grapefruit and cactus yeah, uh, spring course. spring ball league. So I of mean, course. they they considered it. So it's not like they. I just think they looked at it as um, 
You know, like we're going to have to keep these guys here for three months straight. Uh, you know, some of these teams are going to be like two months because of regular season, but every single day, I mean, that's, it, it made it easy on the NBA because they were like, all right, 22 teams. And then as soon as some of those teams were statistically eliminated, they said, get out. Yeah, you, can go. <laughs> you can go. You can go. Exactly. And even with the teams on uh, like Saturday or uh, Friday, when that once they were out of all the teams that were up in the air, whether they would advance or not, they had to have their bags packed, ready to go. How just happy in case. were those dudes to leave, though? Ugh. Like if you're at the bottom of the of the Western Eastern Conference, like, oh, get me out of here. It's, we're done. We lost. Thank you, God. Let me go home. Yeah. Get a burger. Get some trim. <laughs> like do something like this is this. I, I can imagine like being in that spot with just. Just dudes, just guys, for the most part, for, you know, an extended, what, I think NBA players are going to be there until maybe the end of July, or excuse me, July, excuse me, the end of uh, September? It'll be like mid-September probably, yeah. Something like that. So, looks like they're playing games like every other, every other day, which is good. There's no two days off waiting for. There's no traveling. There's no traveling, stuff like that. So, it should be, uh, should be good, but. How how much do you think some of these players are thinking, man? I just want to go home. Oh, a lot of it's them. It's summer. This is this is usually this is their vacation time. Right, stuff right. Stuff like that. They should be in you know somewhere <laughs> tropical, which I don't think anybody from America is going to get to go anywhere tropical. But right. that's kind of what they're feeling. But I just think baseball just they they kind of drop the ball. And the NFL is smart. They look at everything that's happening for both baseball and the NBA, and they say, okay, this is the way we have to do it. Obviously, what's happening with baseball isn't working, and I mean, and, and it's not, you got to make sure we give credit to the teams that have been safe and haven't been affected. But I just, I just kind of feel like it's a matter of time just because there is no, there, there's no way to really keep everybody contained and safe. Well, and the other thing is with like NFL, I mean, granted NFL and MLB, how their schedules are shaped out and everything, like there's a week in between games with NFL. So if someone were to test on a Monday, you know, possibly by Saturday, they're good to go. They have those negative tests. Um, but also, if you think of, like, traveling and everything, MLB teams, they've got, I think, like, 20, 20 25 players. you got your staff, your medical staff. I mean, you got upwards of 40, 50 people on those squads traveling. Times that by 3-4 with yeah. the NFL. And that, and all it takes is one person. I mean, that's what the Reds shut down for. The Reds shut down for one dude. Yeah. I mean, that uh, that's... All it takes is to have that one person because then you got to do the contact tracing, figure out who they've come close with. I mean, think about if it's a quarterback with the NFL. The whole quarterback room now has to get tested. What if the entire quarterback room has positive? You're going to throw a wide receiver in to play quarterback, you know, week one, week two, week three, you know, whatever it is. You have a Julian Edelman on, on your <laughs> on your team. Exactly. Shoot. Antoine Randall-L. Absolutely. I mean, that, that's what I keep thinking of is, like, how screwed a team will be if the starting quarterback gets it. And then also, when you think about it, starting quarterback, entire quarterback room, who's also in that room a lot with them? Offensive coordinator. Yeah. I mean, they spend the majority of their time with the quarterbacks. Yeah, so they're going to have to do something. I feel you can even move it to a college campus to where uh, you've got rooms, you've got stuff, maybe not the biggest rooms, but, you know, they could figure that out for at least for a little while. This is what I was saying, and this is what I was saying, like, come October, man, there's going to be a lot of – I mean, we are we already got to mentally prepare ourselves for no college football. Yeah, I mean that well, is unless you're the SEC or or um, ACC. Yeah, I mean they're I, gonna play. Well, good old football, eh? Yeah, I mean, 
I, I don't put it past them to try and do it, but also, oh, they're gonna again, try. Let's, uh, like I said, they'll start, but it's a matter of if they're going to finish. And the thing is, I'm curious to when, if they do start, which of their star players are going to say, yeah, I'm not playing. Right. Because it, it only takes one to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. So, all right, this time, seriously, Lakers, Blazers, what's going to happen? We're going to talk about that next on The Fan. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Somebody text in here to the text line, which is at 503-250-1080. Ever think James makes AD better? Yeah, I mean, he, he yes. But let's not act like Anthony Davis wasn't already a multiple-time All-Star prior to getting with LeBron. All right. Anthony Davis... Uh, scores 20-some-odd points a game, has always averaged about 10, 11 rebounds a game, always averages a couple blocks. Like, he's always been great. Right. The fact that he plays with LeBron makes it better because now at least he has a running mate on the other side, which he's never had. LeBron has had a lot of running mates. Yeah. And and a lot of all-time great running mates, Hall of Fame dudes. Right. So, yes, LeBron is great, but we have to make sure that we give the other guys credit on this team. Now, mind you, without LeBron last year, the Lakers weren't good. Let's just be real. The Lakers were not a, a very good team. LeBron changes the fortunes of your team. But to be able to be a championship team, you've got to have another special guy on the other side. It's just kind of what it is. When LeBron was in Cleveland the first time around when he was young, he didn't have another running mate. Zeldrinas Ilgowskis is not that guy. <laughs> Larry Hughes was a good player but was not that guy. Mo Williams was not that guy. Dwayne Wade, though? Yeah. Chris Bosh? Yeah. Those are the, the, the Kyrie Irving. As much as I don't like Kyrie as a as a leader, as a ball player, as a scorer, and as somebody who handles, Kyrie Irving is as good as it gets. And then also throw in Kevin Love, a dude who was averaging 26 and like 13 before he came to Cleveland. So LeBron's always been lucky enough to play with great players. Now he just plays with Andy Davis. So, yes, I do think LeBron makes AD better. Um, but I also think, man – AD makes it really easy on on them on the defensive end because he can erase shots like nobody's like nobody's business. So and the fact is, that I mean, before he sprouted and got as big as he was, he used to play like guard in high school. Oh, he was a point guard before yeah. he had his big growth spurt. Exactly. So it's like that dude is like he is a very versatile big man, and you see it just about every time he play. He can he hit a step back three at one point in the bubble to ice a game. Like the dude's skill set is so wide and he is a very very unique player and i mean yeah lebron he makes everybody usually better yeah. around him oh just got a text here that says uh lebron has not been surrounded by that many guys actually word so wait so dwayne wade wasn't a champion prior to lebron getting there uh yeah he dwayne had, wade isn't wasn't an all-star dwayne wade didn't lead the dwayne wade had the one finals with Shaq. yeah and and well before lebron had got there chris bosh was 20 24 and 10 before coming All-Star. to All-Star every year, before coming to Miami. Kyrie Irving, obviously, now his team was in the gar- in the in the toilet, but Kyrie 
was clearly the guy from that team. Kyrie is a dude that averaged at one point like 26, 27 points in the league. Yeah, Kyrie was 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 that guy as well. So he's I mean, played with that's that's four guys. That, uh, that's three guys, excuse me. I know it was towards the tail end of his career, but one of the best shooters of all time, Ray Allen, joined the oh, Heat. Oh, Ray Allen played for them. I forgot. Ray Allen made the big shot that exactly. ended up beating San Antonio. So, yes, he's played with some great players. Maybe one Hall of Famer. Uh, try three. Eric Snow. Three. I mean. <laughs> Man, you can't forget about Eric Snow. You know what I'm How are you going to forget about any of those Delonte guys? Delonte West. Yeah, Should boo. I continue? Boo. Like, yeah, there's been some bad guys around him, but the guys that have been great around LeBron, LeBron are all-time great. Yeah. Make no mistake about it. The one person that you would probably argue that with is Oregon's own Kevin Love. And Kevin Love, like I said, if we don't remember what he was doing in Minnesota, as oh, far fat as that Kevin Love was a beast. Twenty, like I said, one year he's averaging like twenty six and twelve, like that was crazy. And it seemed so, like he was pulling twenty and twenty every other night. And and this is why Anthony Davis is still so good because what LeBron does is he pulls guys, uh, he pulls big man away from the basket, right? Because you need LeBron needs lanes to be able to run and do his thing, get to the rim. That's what he does best, right? So if you Chris Bosh, you become a jump shooter. If you're Kevin Love, you become a primary jump shooter. That's what you did. Kevin Love went from getting all these rebounds per game and everything to shooting jumpers all game because that's what you have to do when you play with LeBron. Anthony Davis has still been able to beat Anthony Davis, the one that we saw in New Orleans with LeBron on the floor. So he's a different dude. Like he's arguably at this point and at this point in his career, he's the best player LeBron has played with at this point in Anthony Davis's career. Like, D-Wade overall, I think, was a better player. But D he also got D-Wade when he was on the cusp of all the knee injuries and all those things. So he just wasn't the same guy. Chris Bosh obviously didn't even get to finish his career because he had uh, issues with his heart. So Anthony Davis looking around, yeah, he's definitely the best player that LeBron has played with because he's still in his prime. Like, all those other guys were just, like, right, maybe just right in the middle of their prime. Like, Anthony Davis – is 25 i think 26 so he's just now getting to the prime of his career and so yes that's why he's a little bit different but that that's not going to matter it shouldn't matter because the blazers uh they've got to go in there and play him and the blazers have to figure out a way to beat the los angeles lakers now i'm one of those people and i've been saying this i think they can beat the lakers i honestly do i think once twice four times here's why i say this here's why i say this not having a home court is incredibly important. Not being able to go to L.A. or not being able to come to Portland, man, that's super important because you're crazy if you think the crowd doesn't play into a team's momentum. This is a setting to where everybody has the exact same chance on the floor. If we're looking at rosters, it stops with LeBron and AD. That's where it's like the Lakers get real. Like, uh, are you really? Are, do you really think Dwight Howard's going to beat you? Do you think JaVale McGee is going to beat you? Well, it depends on how many uh, offensive rebounds they end up getting because, my God, the Blazers, that was stressful to watch over the last two games, how many second chances that the Nets and the Grizzlies were able to get off of the glass that, you know, whether it was Jared Allen or Valanciunas grabbing those boards or yeah. the right bounce going their way, my my Lord. I mean, swag even uh, – because that's the thing is, like, that's my I, – I understand LeBron in 80s great. This is our all-time greats. Right. It is such a fall off after, after those that, two. After that, like Deion Waiters is somebody that people were really looking at saying he could help the team. Do we not remember that J.R. Smith wasn't in the league for a long time until he got a call to come and play with the Lakers? You've got a bunch of spare parts on the team, and then you've got these two Maseratis that are just, man, phenomenal vehicles, and they can do whatever they want to. 
But on the other end, like, you don't really have anybody. So I'm looking at this Blazers roster and saying, my starting five is better than yours off top. Like, mind you, LeBron, AD, they're the outliers. But then, like, there's not a, there's not a weak spot in the Blazers starting five. I mean, really, the weakest spot is defense for everybody across the board. The, the defense bad, but Damian Lillard over whichever point guard was Caruso is going to play point guard for the, the Lakers to start. Well, yeah, and probably depends I'm, on how much LeBron brings the ball I think, up. <laughs> I think I'm taking Caruso in that matchup against Damian Caruso. Yeah, right. Um, CJ versus whomever their two guard is. I'm taking CJ. Obviously, I'm taking LeBron over which I'm sure is going to be Carmelo. I was going to say, I think maybe they'll have Danny Green as the two. Yeah, uh, I'm still I mean Danny Green is a better defender CJ is a better scorer so we'll see how that will we'll match up and everything but I'm looking at the bigs for the Lakers I'm taking Portland's bigs if it's between Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee against Yusuf Nurkic and Hassan Whiteside I'm taking Nurkic and Whiteside all day so I'm, I'm looking at the bench I'm taking honestly man I'm taking Gary Trent Jr. off of anybody over anybody off their bench Kuzma hasn't showed up yet Kuzma hasn't showed up yet. I mean, he's, he's had one good game. I think he had the game winner in one of the games for them. But Kyle Kuzma, I'm talking, when I say yet, I mean as a career player. They let go of the yeah. wrong guy. When they didn't want to let go of Ingram and they should have let go of Kuzma, now Ingram became an all-star right. immediately. You know, so I just think the Lakers are not a better team. They have t- two great guys. One guy is all-time top one great. I think LeBron is the best basketball player I've ever seen. That's just me personally. I've seen Michael Jordan. I saw him play in 1992 at, uh, or yeah, at, at in Portland at the Memorial Coliseum as a kid. Like Michael Jordan was amazing. LeBron James, we've never seen a dude do the things that he's able to do. But outside of that, him and Anthony Davis, they're going to have to play huge, huge minutes. I just think the Blazers have a better chance than people think. And he's got a, a message here that says there isn't a D in Trailblazers. You're right. <laughs> they're right. There is no. There is no no D in Blazers. They can't do it, but they can score. And the one thing the Lakers can't do well is score. They have a they have a real issue. They don't have shooters on their team. The Lakers, or excuse me, the Blazers are full of shooters. So they're just gonna have to muscle it every single game. And if they can kind of keep pace with them and score and try to find ways to get some defensive stops, I, honestly, I'm, I'm the the Blazers have a much better chance than people think. I'm I'm honestly saying that, man. Yeah. I know a few weeks ago. It was kind of satire. like, oh, haha, yeah, the Blazers are going to win. But I'm looking at this team and what they can do and how many ways they can score when they do. Hey, Amen. They're not, they're what, second league in scoring or something like that? They're, they're tops in the NBA. The Lakers are not. Yeah. That could be a problem. And as far as, I mean, I'm right there with you because it, I've been saying it all along. It's like that, that drop off from the top two players on the Lakers is it's huge. But when you look at those top two players on the Lakers, LeBron and AD, you start to wonder who the hell is going to D those guys up. Oh, man, you have a problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing. Is like you can put Melo on LeBron, but, I mean, we're going to – and to Melo's defense, he has been playing defense a lot better during his tenure with the Blazers. He has been known to be somewhat of a – lackluster defender his whole career not take it as much uh take it as serious as his offensive game but i think you've seen in this bubble he's made some plays on the defensive end to show that he cares and that he's working hard on that end um gary trent is a good defender but he just doesn't have the body to match up with lebron obviously not ad zach collins he had to leave yesterday's game because of an ankle inflammation we'll see what he's like when he comes back and while he is a great defender you're still having to D up Anthony Davis or LeBron. And it's just, that There's is nothing you can do about that. It's such a tall task. It's almost like you wonder, it's like, you know what? 
Let them get theirs. That's fine. They are going to get their 30 and 30, 40 and 40. Let them score for 80 points by them too. The Blazers are very Eliminate familiar. Eliminate everything else. The Blazers are very familiar with what Anthony Davis can do in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, don't we, remind we me. Don't, we don't, we, I guess we, a lot of us kind of forgot that, you know, when the Blazers played New Orleans in the first round, which was supposed to be a Blazers victory in the first round, New Orleans completely swept the floor, literally, with the Blazers. Right. And a lot of that was behind Anthony Davis and what he was able to do. I mean, uh, Nikola Miritich as well. Miritich okay. was was amazing. But, <laughs> no, that's when we figured out, really, that um, the Blazers had small guards and weren't, wouldn't be able to compete. But this is different. The Blazers' guards have matured. They've, they're battle-tested. They've been through some stuff. A lot of the guys that are playing in the series uh, played last year in uh, with that deep playoff run. So this could be a great thing for the Blazers because nobody outside of LeBron James – well, and J.R. Smith have real playoff experience on that team. Yep, just yeah. uh, pay attention to the scoreboard, Jr. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Know who's winning. and uh, uh, Or don't, or don't, or don't, <laughs> yeah, whatever. In this case, you know, man, just you <laughs> whatever know, works. Completely all forget. Right. <laughs> all right, uh, coming up next, hate it or love it, maybe? Uh, I'll be honest with you, Rashad. We've been uh, on a roll, and I have not prepared one well, at okay. all. Okay, well, we'll talk about <laughs> something else then. But first, Joe has sports. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Almost forgot it was me hosting the show. I was expecting Lynch to say something, but it's 1036 uh, on this beautiful Sunday. What you got going today, Joe? Man, this kid, he keeps hammering home. He wants to play golf. He wants to play golf. Keep keep badgering him, Joe. He'll take you. I keep think doing I, it. I've opened Pandora's box with him, man. I went and uh, found some solid hand-me-down clubs. Right. At uh, the like played against sports. Now, because I ain't man, some of these club prices, these kids clubs, they're it's crazy. Like, a, they're I'm not gonna pay for a pair of clubs that he's just gonna like outgrow. He's gonna grow out of them exactly in, in, in four weeks. So I'm not paying. A, I'm just not gonna play. Pay over a hundred dollars for a pair of clubs or whatever. So I went to the Play It Again Sports in Beaverton and found him like a little Nike set that nice. is a little big for him, but he can still swing the stick and it's all it's fine. He's gonna use those for years. It looks nice. like, yeah. And um, we I took him out to the children's course, uh, which is over by the Clackamas River, right over the bridge, um, Oregon City Gladstone area. And um, if anybody needs to work on their short game, their irons, you know, the seven, eight, nine irons, it's a good place to go there for yourself. But um, listen to you, Mr. Golf in the Northwest over here telling us all the, okay, swag, keep going. <laughs> Tell me more. Um, but uh, yeah, we went and played there and um, we, we first played nine holes. And then when we were finishing up, he's like, I want to play another nine. So we played the course again and you know, he was a golfer out there. He had his bad shots, but he ha- he had some shots, man, where even I was sitting there like, what the hell? You just cooked that down the fairway. That was a perfect straight shot. Like, Okay, we. I think we got a golfer on our hands. Little Joe, are you better than your dad? Oh, well, good thing he can. My mic is on and he couldn't hear that. Oh, I will good. answer for him. No, he is not better than his dad yet. <laughs> oh, that's all good, man. I, <laughs> I, my son, I smoke him in one on one and hoop all the time. Like he, he thinks he's gonna win, and it, I have to ruin rain on his parade. I'm sorry, son. Just for now, you're not gonna be better than dad. At some point, I want you to be, but this is how you get better. Is the, you. Get destroyed by me. The trajectory that he is on, though, he could surpass me by age like 
14, 15, maybe. Oh, he's going to do once it. Once he starts getting to that high school age. If he just keeps at it. He's going to do it. But, yeah, I'm, he's. I'm fully expecting by the time my son is, like, 14, 13, 14, that he's going to be able to right. really compete. Because he's going to be tall, too. My and, old dude is big. And, um, yeah, so he's hammering me right now to take him to the Lake Oswego uh, public course today. That's an awesome thing as a dad that your kid is is badgering you to do sports-related things. Yeah. So oh, that's, he, that's good. He's He always is. I mean, right now it's golf, but, I mean, there's, like, a turf field over by our house at a middle school, and he's always wanting to go there and play, kick the soccer man, ball around. Listen, and Listen, shout out to all the dads, man. You know, all the, all the single dads out there that are doing your thing, guys like – Joe, guys like myself, you know, even the ones that are married and are in relationships and still make time to go take their kids to do certain things, man. You're you're the real MVP, man. You don't want to miss out on these times uh, with your babies right now, especially if you if you know spending that dad time. You know, I mean, it can be fun. Well, yeah, I, I mean, like especially like uh, right now, I had to, um, you know, go back to work. <laughs> you know, I uh, let's be honest, the radio gig here. Can't always pay the bills, so having a second job I mean, outside of this. money in this stuff. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, my name is not Isaac or Souk. But, uh, yeah, so I, I've been working more than I did the previous three, four months before this, obviously. And so, yeah, trying to carve out, you know, I had the nice vacation and time off with the boy and being able to do all sorts of things. But now it's like, oh, I'm back to those two, three days off where I got to fit in everything I can. And yeah keep busy and keep the boy entertained and um like i said i was glad i was able to find a pair of golf clothes because now i have an excuse to take him golfing with me yeah there you go and that's always a good thing where you can uh you know show them something something that you like and they can kind of latch on to that and it can become something they like now the biggest thing is just uh keeping a cool head and not <laughs> i'm a hypocrite because when before we went out there to play f-bombs are a part of the, <laughs> of the part of the part of the struggle joe before we went out to play Boys gotta learn I told him, I was like, hey, number one rule, we don't get mad out there on the golf course. We're out there walking in nature. We're having a good time, playing a game. Yeah, um, let's just say I didn't hold true to yeah. that sentiment at the children's course. You can't hear, but that's 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 bad information, little Joe. It's okay to be emotional. <laughs> He's like, did you just slam your club? No. No. No, that divot was already yes. there. So, so, yeah, man, my little guy turns nine next Saturday. So, uh, nice. we'll see. Yeah, so we'll see what's up. We're going to go to the... Uh, uh, wildlife safari in oh, Winston. Oh, drive, make the drive on to Southern yeah, Oregon, huh? Yeah, yeah. So that should be pretty fun. I haven't been there for a really, really long time, so I'm sure. I've never been, but I've seen obviously plenty of pictures. It's pretty and, cool, man. Yeah. Like it's pretty cool. You can like feed the like goats and some, you know, some giraffes and stuff like that. No, it's pretty tight. <laughs> ostriches taking all your uh, yeah, food out of the scary. car. <laughs> they're scary. I'm not messing with the ostriches. Though. <laughs> they're scary. So dang, well that was a, a quick segment. We were, I was going to talk about Carmelo. And his uh, his love for Damian Lillard and saying that Dame is the best player that he's played with. And then I start looking at the guys Melo's played with, and I was like, yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, yeah. You could make the case that – Outside uh, of the Olympic teams. Yeah. But, I mean, on those Nuggets teams, the Knicks teams, I mean – No, no. Like, seriously, Chauncey Billups is the best player that he played. Allen Iverson, he played with AI. Yeah, but even with AI with the Nuggets was not – the no. AI that we knew. No, Allen Iverson, yeah. If he'd have played with him a few seasons before, then quite possibly. But uh, there was AI. There was Chauncey Billups. Chauncey Billups actually got him all the way to the conference finals. If it weren't for Trevor Ariza and two huge inbound steals, then they go to the finals, and I think they beat Orlando. Big shot, Bob. Um, let's see. Uh, Jeremy Lin? <laughs> Stop. I mean, but he also played with, uh, you know, it's important to say that he, he also played with was he on Houston for a minute? 
literally for a minute. Yeah, he was on Houston for a minute. So he <laughs> Wait, usually Harden. when you say a minute, it's like a long time. Yeah, but, but no, he was, on he was only there for like, there for like a minute. Yeah. Uh, played OKC, obviously, Paul George. And, and I, so I think that's a fair assessment to say Damian Lillard is the best player that Melo's ever played with. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, I thought there was going to be more of a conversation. But as I start looking over the guys that he actually played with, I think Dame is better. You don't have to tell little Joe to hold on because we got a break anyway. Coming up next uh end of the show we'll maybe go over the playoffs and some of our expectations that's next right here on the fan weekend sports with a difference this is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Another brooding Eminem beat. Till I collapse. It's a good song. Rest in peace, Nate Dog. Rest in peace, Nate Dog. This man. was the uh, best hood singer of all time. Yeah. Um, this was the this was like the pump up song for us in uh, like eighth grade freshman year football. Was but, it? Yeah, like played this song. I mean it's it goes back further than this, uh further than that age time frame but yeah this was one of the songs we'd be playing in like the locker room before the game oh man i'm trying to think like we had uh quite a few um here i go by mystical was something that was always here i go <laughs> yeah that was always something that was played that was that was a great thing um uh make them say uh like we were i was a big no limit fan like especially early in high school like yeah. freshman sophomore year no limit was was king bro uh, do you know that one song that i i'm pretty sure it was roy jones jr did y'all must have forgot <laughs> Woo, bars, that was another bro. one <laughs> bars roy jones. Oh, so i have a quick roy jones jr story so i went to um the first fight that he or actually i went to both of them between he and antonio and tarver and after the first one roy jones wins and uh we go to uh where it's it's in vegas so it's well, we go to caesar's palace afterwards and um I'm, I'm for whatever reason I'm kept saying y'all must have forgot because I kept saying you know Roy Jones is gonna win the fight I end up winning some money on the fight and everything so I'm juiced at this point and I'm going through the the form shop at Caesar's Palace uh, saying that as loud as I can and so we pass by like um, a, a club and I'm, I say that and uh, and I hear somebody go yeah that's right and I turn around and it's Roy Jones Jr. and he's got three beautiful women just you know flanking them from from behind i'm like geez louise man that's that's awesome you know like i can be touched and, by you and mind you just <laughs> left a, just had a professional fight man didn't have a mark on his face for the most part even though i think you know a lot of people say he lost that fight to tarver i think he lost that fight to tarver but it was pretty it was pretty cool to end up uh meeting him after that so but that song is that's a terrible record um the song not a great rap the song that i'm referring to is i can't be touched Oh, that's even worse. Uh, that that must have forgot is better. Can't be touched, can't be yeah. right. But as and a, uh, just just so you know, that song is uh, three million views short of two hundred million views on YouTube. Oh, it's probably much bigger now that he's gonna fight Tyson. Granted, it's been on YouTube since two thousand seven, so I mean, thirteen years of plays. I, the Roy Jones Jr. in the in the pantheon of of rapper slash athlete is one <laughs> of the worst. I'm just saying, like, there are some guys that are in there. Dame is the best. Bro, okay, now I have to read the number one comment on that YouTube uh, video. Who's here after the announcement of Roy Jones Jr. versus Mike Tyson? <laughs> Told you. There's going to be a whole lot of those on there, man, because you're fighting Mike Tyson now, and Roy Jones Jr. is going to get demolished. 
by Tyson. They're gonna wear headgear and all that stuff, and it's gonna be a fun fight to see. I can't wait. wait they're, to see it. they're gonna wear headgear. Well, I mean, it's an exhibition, so they have to. Oh, so they God. have to wear. I mean, which is fine. <laughs> that like, is going to be bizarre seeing those two like, wearing headgear. I don't want to see Tyson. I don't want to see Tyson uh, like uh, die. Lose, yeah, I don't want to see him <laughs> lose any more brain matter or anything like that. Because now he's fun to listen to. Mike Tyson has become. It's crazy because we talked so bad about him for so long for being such a weird. You know, his lisp and his, his um, high voice and, and also his uh, his track record in the judicial system. Yeah, you know what I mean, I'm saying. Let's be real. But it's funny because fast forward. And Tyson has become one of the most beloved characters in not just sports, but pop culture. You know what I mean? Like, he's one of those guys that, you know, he has a podcast, which is awesome. You know, the Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson, which is an awesome podcast. And you wouldn't think he'd be somebody you'd want to listen to, right? Just considering the lisp, considering the the high-pitched voice. Considering, the, uh, I mean, high-quality microphones, that lisp probably hey man, sounds better than no, ever. it sounds like a, yeah, it sounds like a lisp. Back in 92 when I was like, boxing. yeah. That's a very good one. That's a very good one. But, uh, it, yeah, somebody just asked, didn't Will Smith have an early Fresh Prince record saying, I think I could beat Mike Tyson? Yes. Will Smith, and I'll say this. In, Fresh, in Fresh a Pr- card game, I think is what he said. Oh, no, it was it was a boxing <laughs> match, and he could talk about how, how he could beat Mike Tyson, and then actually Tyson destroyed him. But uh, I'll say this, and this is something that people don't really talk about. I'm a big hip-hop head. Um, Will Smith, a.k.a. the Fresh Prince, is one of the greatest storytellers that rap has ever had. If you look at his early stuff and you look at everything that made the Fresh Prince tight, like those stories were great. I think I can beat Mike Tyson was one of those stories. Uh, Parents just don't understand was one of those stories. You know, like so he was one of those guys that could just really, really rap. And then for me, one of the greatest records of all time, and it will never, ever get old. Wild Wild West. Bingo. How'd you know? Uh, damn, I How was I know? was just I was just sort of that uh, is not kidding, the answer. But I mean, <laughs> that is definitely not the answer. Okay. One of the worst songs, <laughs> as well as worst uh, movies, possibly of all time, yeah, is Wild it, Wild West. It was rough. I was going to say Summertime. Summertime is one of those songs that no matter that came out when I think I was like in third grade or something like that. I'm 37. Okay, so yeah, and Summertime my, is one of those records that will be around forever. My Will Smith like music knowledge like starts at like Millennium, basically. Oh. <laughs> Here we go, another year. That wasn't a good song either, you know. So I think my sister got that album for her birthday. I, he was done making Fresh Prince. Was like, well, I don't have anything else to do. I might as well make some records. So he like, came out with Getting Jiggy with it. Miami, Miami was not a good that, good record. That's you know, good. Getting Jiggy with it was 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 fun for a second, but <laughs> you know, it kind of it, it wore thin really really fast. Honestly, though, um, was it Joyner Lucas who is a rapper nowadays? Great video, Will. Yeah, he awesome. came out with the song Will, and then they did the remix where Will Smith actually jumped on the remix, and surprisingly, like well, not surprisingly, Will Smith has bars. Will Smith can spit <laughs> when he doesn't come out with the silly song like Will Illy- Willinium or <laughs> Wild Wild West. Man, Will Smith okay. is one of the great spitters. I shouldn't say surprise because yes, he has a track record of rapping and ha- releasing records. It just caught me off guard. Obviously, First in twenty twenty, Grammy goes to Will Smith. <laughs> Nobody, that's something nobody remembers. First hip-hop Grammy goes to the Fresh Prince. It very, it very much caught me off guard hearing uh, that Will Smith verse on that new uh, Will remix. And I was like, damn, uh, Will still got it. No, he's got it. He jumped on his son's, like, remix of some songs, one of Jaden's songs, and actually chopped it. Like, so Will Smith is one of the most underrated uh, hi- uh, figures in hip-hop history. Uh, and, and it's one of those things, man. Like, I would have never expected the fresh prince to become the actor and the leader and all those the the 
motivational speaker, you know, now, that he is. Now, I know that we're kind of jumping all over the place, but just to get oh, that's back. That's cool. We talked about everything else. But just to get back to uh, Mike Tyson, uh, did you by chance catch C.J. McCollum and uh, what he said after the game No, yesterday? I didn't. All right, let me see if I can get this uh, potted up for you real quick. Here we go. That was CJ after the game yesterday talking about him breaking his back spinal. <laughs> Man, CJ McCollum. And if, if you haven't listened to him in any of his podcasts, I mean, he's a funny dude. Like CJ is one of those guys. He's a, he's a great, he's very good at interviewing people. Um, pretty good conversationalist. Like CJ is pretty cool and i think we don't really get a chance to see we we see dame as the the figurehead and the front really the front man of the band that's what damian lillard is and so we don't really get a chance to really know anything about christian james and he's one of those guys that man he he's he's a bigger personality than he lets on journalism major from lehigh man amen you know, you know, us, us journalism majors, we're all about the party. That's right. I guess, you know, <laughs> most of us. I don't you know. know what, like, Lehigh's journalism program is like. Where's but, Lehigh? Uh, uh, it's in Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah, I want to say, like, uh, East Pennsylvania? Not not 100% sure oh, geographically. I could, but... I, I'll be real. There's a lot of places, a lot of these schools that I've just, I have no clue. Oh, someone someone hit me with uh, Sonoma State the other day, and I'm like, I don't know where the hell that is. It's over in the Bay Area. I mean... Uh, I had a buddy. He played for Bemidji State, and I was like, "What? That's played made up." For what now? Bemidji State. He and played, where is that? Uh, I believe it's in Minnesota. Is well, from what I remember. But right. again, when I saw that, I was like, "That's that's a made up school. That's fake. You're lying to me." How do you respond to that? You know, recruit letter. You know, Bemidji State. Who? Well, let's just say that was one of those. He uh, one of those players that, if things stayed the right way, could have probably played D one. But uh, let's just say body didn't stay in shape. Uh, mind wasn't always in the right place. Yeah, body, and, body and grades will always get you. Um, yeah, so the talent was definitely there. But, yeah, Bemidji State, like I said. Sounds like a made-up hey, school. Hey, where are you almost. going to school, bro? Where are you going to play? Oh, I'm going to Bemidji. To, <laughs> to what? You know, sounds that sounds like a, a planet on, like, you know, in the DC universe, in the Marvel universe, man, it sounds weird. <laughs> hey, better school than what I played at in college, which was uh, zero. Oh, well, there you go. Re- rec league at uh, U of O. I'll definitely go to Bemidji then. Well, that's going to do it for us here. Man, thank you guys so much for interacting with us here on the text line, 503-250-1080. Make sure you get at us on Twitter. I'm at TaylorMade503. He's at JoeFish3. Make sure you lock in with us, man. Tell us what's going on with you. Tell us how you're enjoying your weekend, whatever the case is, man. We appreciate you all for kicking it. We'll see you next week. I think Joe's hosting. That's exactly what's going to happen. Joe's going to host next week. I'm going to press the buttons and mess the show up. So we'll see how that works out. Y'all enjoy y'all Sunday. Peace. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.